You're listening to the Meeting Midway Podcast, a podcast of Midway United Methodist Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, featuring Pastor Jenny Andoni and Pastor Brad Biggerstaff. Over the course of the podcast, we'll hear how the church relates to the real-world issues that matter to you and how God loves us all. And now, let's meet Midway. Good morning. It's great to see everybody. My name is Pastor Brad Biggerstaff. If I haven't gotten a chance to meet you, I'm the assistant pastor here at Midway United Methodist Church. Um, Today, I I want to let you know before I dive right into the scripture uh, that this is actually part two of a a sermon series that I did uh, starting all the way back in July. Uh, if y'all go all the way back there, I, I wore this same hat and I, had a, I preached a sermon entitled Christmas in July. And for those who may have not been at that service, um, it revolved around the text where, where Jesus was telling his disciples and listeners uh, to ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock at the door and it shall be opened to you. And we talked about the spirit of Christmas being throughout the year, but really we honed in on the spirit of asking asking to receive. Well, today, part two of that, uh, we will be talking about receiving of gifts. So I invite you to hear the word of God coming from Matthew chapter one, uh, a story where Joseph receives uh, some news, a gift of sorts. Now, in the birth of Jesus, the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before that they lived together, man, and unwilling to expose the spirit. Her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said this, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife. But he had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Can you think back with me to the best Christmas present that you ever received? I'll give you a few moments to think about it. Rattle through all your memories, maybe some more memories than others. Can you think back with me to the best Christmas present you ever received? Was the gift you received expected? Was it it asked for? Was it unexpected or remarkable? Was it from Santa? Or was it maybe from a family, friend? Can you remember how you felt when you received it? Maybe you felt the hope that it brought to you in that time of need. Maybe the felt peace that it brought you in a time of turmoil. 
Maybe that felt joy that gave you a smile that you couldn't shake for days. But there's something about gifts, something about gifts in general. Do you remember the love that that gift brought you? A love that helped you feel known, heard, and seen. I want to throw us back to that Christmas in July sermon and an image that I shared with you all. Uh, we looked at the movie, The Christmas Story. Uh, we've all seen The Christmas Story, yes. Uh, I, I hope so. If you haven't, uh, it will be on some 24-hour marathon this week. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on television. But we, we looked at The Christmas Story, and we looked at an early vignette in the movie uh, where Ralphie had gone to the department store and sat with a mall Santa, a scary mall Santa at that, uh, and asked for his favorite gift. The gift that he wanted in his story, a red rifle, a red rifle BB gun. Uh, and today I want to show uh, another clip from this movie, but the tail end of that story. Ralphie receiving his gift. My God, would you look at that mess? Mm. You're going to clean the papers up. Not me. Oh, no. no. Granny did it last year. Well, he can do it again. Mm. You know, this wine's not bad. It's not good either, but he wants it. Yeah. No, you don't. Oh. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Mm, almost. Almost, huh? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, there's always next Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Hey, that's funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Behind the desk against the wall over there. Why don't you go check it out? Hmm. What have you put over there, honey? I have a Santa Claus probably. Right? Oh, I still say those things are dangerous. Donna, put on your galoshes and your coat. It's cold out. I, I had one when I was eight years old. What if he hurts himself? Uh, Mommy, your coat! 
Don't shoot any animals or birds. Except the bumpers is dogs. Oh. A great scene, a climax of, of the movie. Ralphie, who has been asking the whole movie for one thing, receives it. And did you, great acting job there. Did you see the flicker, the, the joy, the love that was felt from the father to the son in the family? There's something about Christmas. There's something about receiving gifts. And today in the text that we read moments ago, Joseph receives a gift. Maybe not in the exact same way as Ralphie. Not in the same way of asking for it and receiving it. But Joseph receives an unexpected message and an unexpected gift. A gift for the people of Israel who had been long awaiting a Messiah. Now Joseph in this text receives a gift and an unexpected one. Joseph, the son of David, at the time is engaged uh, to Mary uh, and legally bound to this commitment within the bounds of his community. But at the beginning of our text, we find Joseph in a bit of a predicament. We find Joseph at the precipice of a decision that would determine the rest of his life. He was at the point, this point, and in this moment of time, because his soon-to-be wife was found to be pregnant. For many of us, if we put ourselves in Joseph's shoes, we could probably understand the predicament that he found himself in. That he would see this moment as quite a surprise. I mean, when Joseph finds out that Mary is pregnant, his hurt can be felt for the crossroads that he is now at. For Joseph knew that the child that Mary was bearing was not his child. And because of this, verse 19 shows us a harsh reality. Her husband, Joseph, the text says, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, he planned to dismiss her quietly. Now, as this text says, Joseph actually could legally expose Mary's pregnancy in the town square, bring it out for humiliation to her family and all those. But instead, Joseph resolves in another way. He looks at his predicament and comes out with a different light of understanding. He acts softly to the woman that he loved so much, but he decides to close this chapter in his life. And so he drifts off to sleep that night with resolve, but not knowing the visitor who would come bearing good news. The text says, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save all peoples from their sins. Emmanuel, God with us. And then Joseph wakes from his slumber. But he awakes from his slumber to a revelation, to a message of good news, to a gift under the tree of sorts, 
He has an encounter with the divine through an angel in his sleep with specific commands. The divine who presents resolve, presents answers to his predicament. And Joseph then understands the real gift that not only he was about to receive, but all were. For Mary was to bear a child that would be named Jesus. The prophets called him Emmanuel, God with us, the one who had been prophesied about for so long. God in flesh, coming to save all people from their sins. For in this gift, death would no longer win the day, but only love. And so, from this dream, Joseph resolves in himself to actually follow through with committing the social suicide and to take on Mary's circumstances. But he does this knowing the need to remember the dream and what the angel had said. The specifics of God's message so that his actions and how he loved and married Mary, how that would be done, would be done in the way following through with the gift of love that is Jesus. A gift that for Joseph was unexpected. A gift for Mary that was unexpected. A gift that was unexpected but waited for by the people of Israel. But this gift that was told about in this dream is a gift that was and is and would continue to be the moment where God is with us. Love. Now this week, going back to the beginning of the sermon, when I was thinking about the best Christmas presents I ever received, I went into my closet and I pulled it out. I received this jacket three years ago uh, from a Syrian refugee family who had recently been resettled in Clarkston, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. That previous summer, I had actually gone for a month to Eastern Europe and in Greece and served in the refugee crisis there. Uh, had worked with families uh, that had fled from Syria, crossing waters to get away from the danger that they were experiencing. After that month, when we had returned, my friends that had gone with me, we all had resolved to work in some sort of refugee resettle, resettlement and work with Syrian families that were on the tail end of the process. And so I got matched through the Lutheran services of Georgia in my first year at, in Atlanta with a Syrian refugee family that had gone through the arduous process of finding placement, a year and a half process for them. So for that year, I went over to their house once a week and I sat with them and read their mail and tried to explain to them what it was saying because they didn't speak any English uh, and I didn't speak any Arabic. Uh, and so I'd pull out my Google Translate on my iPhone, thank God for technology, um, and have some semblance of dialogue. But over time, in sharing meals with them, in sharing time with them, we began to form a bond. And it was in the Christmas season, two days before Christmas exact, 
that I was to go see them one last time before the new year. And when I was going over there, I thought maybe to get them Christmas presents, but they are a very traditional Muslim family. And so not to offend, I didn't do so. But then they welcomed me into their home, all with smiling faces, and they all sat me, they sat around me while I sat on the couch. And Waleed went into the back and he grabbed a bag and came forward and he looked at me and he gave me this jacket and said, Merry Christmas. Stepping into my language, stepping into my religion to express a true gift of love. The best part of this jacket is that it's immediate. I can't even wear it. <laughs> but nonetheless, the jacket represents the same thing. I hope to give my child this jacket one day. But when I left their house, I left their apartment with that jacket in hands, I couldn't help but weep on my ride home. Because I experienced a true gift of love. A love that was transcendent in the moment and where the divine cracked through. It cracked through through a gift. Now, I'm sure like many of your favorite gifts that you thought of at the beginning of the sermon, the moment of receiving a gift for all of us is a chance to glimpse into a divine moment of love. First John tells us that our capacity to love, our own ability to love only comes because God first loved us. And in God loving us, we have the ability to love others. Because this love came through people who didn't speak the same language as me or didn't even believe in the same religion as me, I felt a true love for who I am and what I mean to them. Where the divine was right there, where that jacket was Jesus in the moment. And that is what this Christmas season is about. A love that transcends all understanding. A love that transcends all sin, all death, language barriers, religion, circumstance. It transcends everything. For God's intention for the world is love, and that is revealed in this tough circumstance for Joseph. And Joseph lives into it knowing the fullness of the gift that is about to come through Emmanuel, through God with us, the one who is to walk into earth in the fullness of creation with full love. The helpless baby, Jesus, the one we will gather together with family and friends and celebrate in just a few days. So may we live into this good news this week. That Jesus is amongst us and manifests in our giving and especially our receiving. That Jesus' love, the gift that he is in this season, is moments for God to break through within our lives. May we look for those magical moments of the divine this week. And may we, with open arms, receive it, knowing who it comes from and knowing where the origin is, Jesus. So, will you receive it?
You've been listening to the Meeting Midway podcast from Midway United Methodist Church. The doors to our community are open to all, and we invite guests to join us at our services on Sunday. We have a traditional worship service at 8.30 a.m. in our historic chapel, an acoustic worship service at 9.45 a.m. in our historic chapel, and a contemporary service at 11 a.m. in our modern sanctuary. For more information, check us out online at midwayumc.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.